What's happening, all you delicious people out there? Glad that you are joining with us. I'm Joel, and I'm here with Luke. Hello, Yol. How are you? Oh, I'm very good, thank you. Ook. <laughs> What's happening? People don't really do silent J's anymore. It's kind of a, a, a lost art. <laughs> True. Well, isn't it more a European thing? Yeah, probably. Probably. Anyway, this is the First Step Theology podcast where we discuss uh, language and <laughs> silent J. No, no, no. We discuss our glorious God so that we might love and enjoy him in a greater way. And uh, this is a resource of Gospel Life Church Adelaide. Uh, but if you found this, you're from elsewhere, then we're so glad you are here. We hope this conversation is edifying. And hey, send us your feedback. We'd love to We'd love to get in touch with you and hear your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Anyway, welcome. Yeah, welcome. It's good to have you with us. It is. That's, that is a, it's a good thing. We've been actually getting some pretty good feedback recently, which has been really surprising. Yeah, seeing as the great uh, conversation was started, so we just started with no one uses silent J's anymore. Yeah, true, true. Good stuff. Yeah, really hitting on the hot topics. Uh, speaking of silent J's, Joel, mm. uh, first of all, just want to just give you my absolute. Uh, Gratitude for the uh, foot traffic that has been going through my LinkedIn account. <laughs> it's a pleasure. <laughs> yeah, it's a pleasure. Yeah. To be honest with you, the, the thing that irritates me is I don't think I can get onto it anymore. I was actually thinking that. You're not going to be able to change it. No. Have you got any um, job offers for any youth communicator positions recently? <laughs> no, I've had <laughs> Funnily enough, no. Although no. they're probably all sitting on there in messages. There's probably people just mm. lining up. They just they're like, do you know what we need? A youth communicator. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Speaking of being communicators, and well considering played. we're doing a podcast as well, um, it's we've had some feedback personally regarding how we say certain words. Correct. Um, now, one of them that we have combined on and we both say incorrectly is... Correctly. Everyone else says it wrong. Uh, yeah, it's true, true, true. Is uh, us. Us, yeah. Yeah. You and us. Yep. <laughs> it's meant to be us, I believe. Some, but uh, is that a family thing for you guys? Because my yeah. whole family says us. Yeah, it's a family thing for us too. Right. There you go. Look at that. Very meant good. to be. That is very much meant I know, to be. I used to, th- I used to think it was a West Australian thing because I spent a lot of my childhood uh, sure. over there. But nope. No. Just a family thing. Yeah, we're from Adelaide. Doesn't make sense. No. Do you know what it is? What? Because you lived in the ocean. Mm, is it? No. Nope. Okay, sure. <laughs> it's yeah, good well, thesis. This, so we, we uh, obviously, this week, mm. this Sunday, um, that uh, we finally gathered as a church, which was a beautiful thing, and uh, Joel preached an absolute belter of a message. Really well done, mate. That was really good. Thank you. Uh, but the most common feedback we've gotten from that message <laughs> is, is not the way that he used scripture or allowed the authority of scripture to work through. It was the fact that Joel doesn't say reconciled like the rest of us. Mm. He says reconciled. Yeah, I apologize. So not, we, we all need to be conciled. <laughs> we need to be reconciled. <laughs> I still don't think it's that wrong. It no, sounds like I'm saying like re-dash- it's, just, it's where consoled. you put the emphasis. Yeah, true. Yeah, reconciled. Yeah, reconciled. So, uh, I just love that. This is part of the difficulty of being a public speaker. Yeah, true. So everyone's pointing fingers. Everyone's pointing fingers at the way you put say Put your fingers things. away, people. Yeah. Put your finger away, Joe Sharp. S- yeah. <laughs> Be more like chatty. Yeah, we'll name and shame you <laughs> on, a, on a podcast. Yeah, that's right, yeah. mate. Uh, put does he that finger away. I don't even know if he listens to this. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. Anyway. But anyway, it is quite funny. I'm trying to think of some of the other one weird things that we do say, but they elude me. We should leave it there. 
We should. We really should, because otherwise we'll go down a deep rabbit hole that we will not be able to climb back out we of. We would not be reconciled out of. No, all our respect will be gone. That is true. Well, let's uh, let's have a quick chat because this sure. is going to be a quick podcast, and uh, we've you know we've sort of finished off a good series on the attributes of God. We had a couple of specials over the last week, and we're we're doing another one that's come out of a bunch of questions that have been that have come our way um, that all revolve around prayer. Mm. And uh, you know, prayer is something that we talk about a lot as Christians as a uh, foundation for our faith, right? Or maybe one of the pillars of a spiritual discipline for the Christian faith is prayer. But at the very same time, it's something that maybe many of us don't know a whole lot about. Yeah, or feel like we do it well. True. Like most yeah. people that I'm talking to, like, you know, how's your prayer life going? They're like, not good. Yeah, sure. It's almost mm. like we have these unbearable mm. expectations. And just on a side note, um, please don't be afraid to continue to send uh, questions in. Yeah, We've got a stack that we're slowly working through, but we'd love to hear from you. So if you have any yeah. questions, feedback on words that we might use or whatever. Totally. Yeah, uh, yeah we'd send them in. In fact, you. one that just came in from Luke Dolman. Yeah. Are there sharks in heaven? And if so, will they still hunt us? Very good question. Very important question. And we'll get to it, mate. Don't you worry about that. Yeah, we'll get to it. It might. We might get to heaven and then get to it, but <laughs> yeah, we will get, get to it. It'll, be, it'll get done. <laughs> yeah. Just like the Lord's justice, totally. it'll happen. Yeah, but that's very true. Back to prayer. Yeah. Is, uh, yeah, I think many of us, if we took a long, hard look or even a short, quick look, <laughs> short, soft look at our <laughs> prayer life, um, <laughs> we would potentially be discouraged. Yeah. I think it was one of the Puritans that said, if my flesh hates reading the word, my flesh really hates praying. Yeah, so true. Like reading the word is a discipline that we have to bring ourselves to, but even more so prayer. Yeah. Because we can so easily be distracted and jump to different thoughts and things we've got to do in our day. And, you know, really, why pray? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Something that I've learned over time is that the our view of God mm. shapes the way that we pray. Mm. Absolutely. Very much so. Yeah. So um, so let's jump in and have yep. a uh, – we're just going to talk about what is prayer. Yep. Why should we pray? Big question that someone that people always ask is why pray if God's sovereign? Mm. And then uh, we're just we're not going to give like a full how to how to pray, but we're just going to touch on something. And uh, this is really linked to a resource that we have on our website. We've put together a bit of a kit mm. um, to That's develop a, a, a flourishing prayer life. And uh, if you're part of our church, you might have seen that we put that together last year. But um, if you haven't, go and look it up. It's under our resources and the blog section of our site. And uh, really important that we be Christians and believers that pray. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. In absolutely. fact, uh, we spoke to our team about this uh, last week, but the by far and away the biggest need that we have in the church uh, and in our world is that, that Christians pray. Like there are so many things we can point to. We, we, we need people really to be connected. We need people to grow in biblical literacy. We need um, people to come to faith, right? Mm. We, we need people to come to know Jesus. We look at our world at large. We need there to be justice. We need, you know, abortion to be done away with. We need, mm. you know, the list goes on. But by far and away, the biggest need that we all have yep. is that Christians come to the Lord completely reliant upon him in prayer. That's right. And perhaps we can, when we get to the point of why pray, we can go into more detail of why it is so important. Mm. But first and foremost, what is prayer? Well, 
if we would put it really simply, prayer is communication with God. Yeah. Right. Yep. It's uh, it's communing with our God. Maybe is a is a more fuller definition. That's right. Um, because communication isn't simply just sending a message, but it's relating. Yeah, it's that's right. Communing with our God. Yeah, that's right. So prayer is hinged upon intimacy with God. Mm. And so prayer is actually a gospel issue. Oh, go there. Go there Think early, about mate. This. Let's go there. So prayer is a gospel issue because we have lost, because of the fall, mm. we lose that, communi- like that community yeah, that with God. Perfect relationship with God. Yeah. And so through what Christ has done for mm. us, he mean, it makes us that we can commune. So if you think about it, yeah, true. prayer is uh, the greatest blessing that we can get because of the gospel. Oh, because in it we get God. We get God. Yeah, we get to commune and relate and enjoy God in prayer. That's right. Mm. We're not just enjoying him from afar any longer. Like a, yeah, true. a, a great picture is that God is the great king. Yep. Well, we now being adopted as children of God, mm. get to enter into his throne room whenever we like. Um, Timothy Keller says the only person who can um, uh, bother a king for a glass of milk yeah. in the middle of the night is his child. It's his child, yeah. And we are described as children of God. Mm. And that is uh, a great blessing. Of the, like yeah. A huge blessing. It's of phenomenal. The yeah. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. <laughs> oh no, I feel an email coming yeah. up. And, uh, and prayer's necessary. Yeah. yeah. I think one person put it that prayer is breathing. Not in, this, not in that it is natural in mm. many senses, but in that it is necessary. And Absolutely. as we um, are disciplined in it, it becomes natural. Yeah, mm. that's right. Because if, if Christ died for it, then that emphasizes the absolute value of it. Absolutely. Yeah, the fact that we can commune with him. Mm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, so so if prayer is um, is communion with God, is communicating with him. Yep. I think Paul Washer says that um, you know we read the word and God speaks to us, and we pray and we bring uh, we bring God's word back to God and we pray and commune with him. We speak to God. Mm. Mm. Really, really. Uh, that relationship that we have in communing God, communing with God, is directly related to His Word that He's given us as well. We don't want to separate prayer and His Word as if they're, as if like you know, there's the Bible people and then the spiritual people. Yeah. Right. But but these two have to go hand in hand. That's right. And we'll get to that more in a moment. But maybe the next question is then why pray? Mm-hmm. Why why pray? So we've just said it's necessary. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, I think the. The first thing we should realize is that we are commanded to pray. Yeah, totally. Like you could, you could, you know, you couldn't count with your fingers how many times God commands His people to to pray. So the first reason, as a Christian, you mm. pray is because you're you're told to. Yep. Yeah. Simple. Simple. Yeah. <laughs> Deal with it. Yeah. Exactly yeah. right. Uh, but but the reason then is well, why does God command us to pray? Mm. First reason is is that it brings us to a closer intimacy with Him. For sure, yeah. We're actually partaking then in that relationship rather than just being ignorant of it. Yeah, yeah. It's what takes it from a fandom mm. to a relationship. You For know sure. I mean? Like you could be a massive, massive Taylor Swift fan, which you are, aren't you, Joe? You're a big T Swizzle fan. Yeah, yeah, must be. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. Now you bring that up. Yeah, massive, massive. Yeah. Uh, but that was what moves it from you just. <laughs> 
pursuing them online as in yeah. you know like listening to their music and listening and pursuing the them online <laughs> sounds super creepy <laughs> sorry yeah. what i meant to say was listening to them yes, you know sure. like following, following them on instagram them. that's yes. it following yeah, <laughs> still being sounds aware creepy. of them yeah yeah whereas then it moves from that to um like knowing each other well sure. having that relationship so you yeah, can, personally yeah that's right mm, totally and then secondly uh we must recognise that the um, biblical discussion around prayer shows us that God acts upon the prayers of his people. Big time. You know, there are certain blessings um, that God has preordained will only be available to us through prayer. Yep. And so so we pray for that. That doesn't disregard God's sovereignty. It doesn't disregard what he has preordained and what he will do. But he has, as Tom talked about last week, not only has he preordained the ends, but he's also preordained the means. That's right. And so it is by the prayers of his people that God works through. We, we say that he has promised to work through the prayers of his people, and so therefore we should pray. That's right. Yeah, and pray according to his will and what, what, um, that his will would be done. Yeah, absolutely. And mm. it's, it's, he, it's our responsibility to... Uh, to uh, play a part in that, yeah. You know, I, I've been thinking a lot recently because um, just around prayer and being challenged in my own prayer life. Of totally, there's been times in my life where I've I felt like I've been prompted mm. to pray, mm. and um, and that is a great example of God, like God's power in prayer. So He He yeah. prompts me to pray, mm. and then He works through that prayer. Yeah, like, that's amazing. That, that is amazing, and so we should be people who are. Uh, so quick to respond when um, when we are prompted to yeah. pray for a certain for absolutely. A certain thing. So how yeah. does it how does it play within sovereignty? All right, so we're jumping straight we're into it. We're going into that totally. Well, because often the question is like, so if God is sovereign, He will do what He wants to do. Yep. Or He will do what He's ordained to do. Why should we pray? Um, I would throw that back with the answer of why would we pray if God isn't sovereign? Yeah. Because in saying God is is sovereign, um, we're saying that he can do all things and that he can do as he pleases. He is king and ruler and in control of all things. Yep. Why would we pray to a God who isn't all of those things? Yep, that's right. Um, and, and, and then throwing back to our last point, God has preordained that he would uh, give certain blessings to his people. Yep. He would work in certain ways through their prayers. That's right. By their prayers and he would respond to that. That's right. God has always worked with his people. He's totally. always worked through his people. Mm. Take it back to Adam and Eve. When he when he created them, mm. he his plan was to rule the world through them. Mm. And so we as his image bearers have that great opportunity to play a part of um, his design. And so therefore, to pray is to take part in that. Yeah, totally. Yeah, To absolutely. pray your kingdom come, your will be done. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Which is, in fact, again, where it is really important that we don't simply pray uh, prayers of our fleshly desire mm. or, or prayers of our own making, but rather we begin to start praying biblical prayers. So this is this is a really good point mm. because Scripture talks a heck of a lot of what you pray for, He will give to you. Mm. And sometimes we can feel like there's a little bit of a disconnect in the fact that we're going, well, I pray these prayers and God doesn't give it to us. Mm. But... Um, the, the truth is, is that 
the, what these prayers are is it's praying in line with his will. So, Joel, how do you know that you're praying in line with God's will? Well, first and foremost, we have to hear his will, right? Because mm-hmm. how do we know the will of God? In his holy scriptures, mm-hmm. through the word of God, um, which we believe is sufficient for all life and faith, for understanding and uh, coming to salvation and then understanding who our God is. Yeah. Um, and then as an extension of that, that his revealed will for us. And so we have to go to the word. That's right. Because mm. it doesn't make sense any other way. Like some mm. people might kick back at that and go, well, how does that work? Because, you know, like, are we robots in all this? But let's just say, mm. for example, you go to the Queen of England and she says, I'll give you whatever you want. Now, she is not going to give you for example, authority to over, overthrow her in the monarchy. <laughs> sure. Yeah, here, have or, my seat. Yeah, mm. and if she's in relationship with you, mm. she's not going to give you authority to destroy that relationship. That just d- doesn't make sense. So therefore, when we are going to the king above all kings, mm. we go there uh, as his children, but also as his subjects in that we want to pray in line with what he wants yeah. rather than like, oh, my prayer today is that... Your kingdom doesn't come. Yeah, you know, yeah. like I want my own. Yeah, give way. me a couple of few days. Yeah, yeah. It just doesn't. It doesn't make sense any other way. Yeah. So therefore, um, we are completely reliant on the fact of His will and Absolutely. praying in line with His will. Mm. And Scripture is really clear on it. Totally. And so when you pray in line with those things, mm. He He works within them, and He blesses us for through sure. It. Yeah. You know, like. Um, you, th- you look at Ephesians, Ephesians four, um, chapter three, verses fourteen to twenty-one. It's this mm. great prayer, mm. um, and we're going to talk about practically a little bit on prayer. But if you want to know a good place to start, pray that. Yeah, pray, it's a great prayer to mm. pray for people. Go look at the prayers of Scripture. Yeah, the prayers of Paul, and 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 start to notice what he is emphasizing. Yeah, what he is focusing on, and who he's praying for. That's right. Maybe actually, we'll t- prayers could actually reveal more about what you believe than what you realize. But mm. before we get to an ad, I just want to say this, mm. is that um, in that prayer, he finishes by saying, and he will, um, the God who do far more exceedingly of what you ask, think of, or imagine. Mm. That's my paraphrase yeah. version. I was now say. to him who is able to do far more immeasurably than all we can ask or think. To him be the glory. Yeah. Mm. So this is the God we go, we go to. We pray within his will. And then he exceeds what we could ever dream Mm. of what that could be. Praise the Lord. Yeah. That's so good. All right, let's get to that in a moment. Let's take a uh, a quick break first. Today's podcast is brought to you by Crazy Shakes. Made for your kids' lunchboxes, Crazy Shakes come in a variety of flavors that every child will enjoy. Try the fade-out chocolate or the buzzing banana. Crazy Shakes are a milkshake in a bottle. Not only are they delicious, they are full of energy for your prepubescent child, literally giving them the crazy shakes. This is great for activeness, making sure they get their 30 minutes of exercise as they run around the house like a headless chook on fire. They are also brilliant for brain development, as they can ask their teacher a thousand questions a minute to speed things up. Dose up your kids with crazy shakes. They'll love you for it. So Luke, um, let's just really simply, practically... Where do we start in prayer? And you mentioned like this is something that we're on a, more of a journey of at the moment as um, we're both wanting to and desiring to grow more in a prayer life. Yeah, I've always been 
uh, just to be transparent, like being really good at like prayers on the go, <laughs> like yeah. praying, praying as I'm going through life and all those things. And I haven't been as disciplined in setting prolonged periods of time aside for prayer. Yeah. And, uh, and so that's something that I'm, I'm currently working on and, and growing in and, uh, the Lord's been so faithful with me and, and gracious in that, um, but uh, and so maybe that's a good place to start. Is mm. something that's really helped me is just planning times for prayer. Yeah, and not just assuming that I'll fit it in somewhere, but actually setting time aside um, to pray. So you know, every I agree. wherever I am, when I go to I work at a desk most days, uh, or at least start the day at a desk. And I, as soon as I sit down, I open my Bible, I read a psalm, and I pray through that psalm. Yep. Um, and then uh, we have an eleven thirty. Um, slot locked in where we pray and when I'm at home I uh, you know often put in you know half an hour aside to, to pray before lunch and when we're in the office we pray together yep. best we can and uh, and then before bed as well so I'm making sure that I'm setting time aside and and there's no like right or wrong way to do that but there's a there's a place to start yeah I think the important thing to realize is that prayer is um, uh, is all about intimacy mm so prayer is something that all of Scripture is interested in. Sure. In that we are, um, it's all about getting as closer to God. So if you rather think of your prayers as something that you have to do to tick off to be a Christian or whatever, mm. you 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 want to move your prayer life to actually going. Oh, this is actually something of intimacy that I get to have with God. Absolutely. So plan for it. Yeah. Like you would plan a date. Totally. Plan for it. So yeah. Um, as Joel said earlier, um, something else that we've been doing mm. is um, we've found some really great resources from, yeah. from uh, you know Puritans and and people of old who've um, done Christianity well. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> um, who ha- um, have written down their prayers, and I think mm. it's just something so good to shape your mm. prayer life is Absolutely. to find some of these really great resources. So there's something called the Valley of Vision. Mm which is a collection of uh, Puritan prayers, and they're all around certain subject matters. Mm. Um, and that has been so helpful. Yeah, so when Luke says subject matters, like for example, there'll be a prayer on the Trinity. Yeah. And it's literally praying through the beauty of the Trinity and how that applies to us, and mm. and uh, it's really wonderful. Another new one is called Piercing Heaven. And uh, it's actually an update of the Valley of Vision, and it's in New English. Oh, so, cool. So Valley of Vision is like Old English, Old King James sort of, um, o thou's, yep. Um, whereas uh, piercing heaven is more how we would speak today. So if that's more your vibe, yeah, I like the thou's and the these, but yeah, I find it kind of uh, poetic, poetic, and it makes me focus, makes me actually read it. Yeah, that is so true, and actually mm. think through what they're saying. Yeah. So ideally, what you're wanting to do is just increase your vocabulary on what you're speaking to God about. Mm. Learn to not just be praying around the same things. For sure. To, to, to really just uh, go into some really good depths on it. That's why, as Joel said, praying through a psalm is really helpful because mm. you're going to be praying in line with the will of God. Yeah. It also then teaches you patterns of how to pray. For sure. So how do we, let's just stop on that for a second. How yeah. do you pray for a, through a psalm? What do you even mean by that? Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. So I think the first thing is to, to, to read the whole psalm. Mm. And then go through and um, um, apply the psalm in prayer. Yeah. So, for example, Psalm 23. 
Lord is my shepherd. Mm. Thank you, God, that you're my shepherd. Yeah. And then you you just pray through the implications of this. Yeah. You, know? you provide for me. You care for me. Yeah. You, yeah. And you just allow the psalm to then direct your prayer. Totally. You know, I shall not want. God, you're so good in, in mm. providing for me in this. Yeah. And you know, you just allow it to direct where you want to go for um, sure. as the spirit does through mm. that. A lot of the time when I'm doing that, I then at the end of it feel compelled to pray in different areas, you know, or different mm. things because of where the psalm has led me and to realize whether it might be sin in my life or Absolutely. a need of a family member or whatever it might be. It, it just opens up your world a little bit. Mm. Yeah, for sure. I think that's so important. Mm. In fact, on our uh, Instagram page, Gospel Life, we've got a series of little videos that are praying through scripture. Yeah. It might just be a good place to start to go and um, see how we do it. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And that's not to say we do it right, but that's just the place to start, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. Even if it is to prove us wrong. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) And then uh, secondly, maybe just go look at the the prayers of Paul. Just Mm -hmm. start meditating on them. See how he prays. Yep. I think you'll notice how most of his prayer is for people. Yep. Um, In fact, I challenge you to go find uh, where he prays for himself. Um, but his heart is is longing to see people, and then and then notice um, what he prays for them. Yeah, that's right. Because he's not praying for health, he's not praying for wealth, he's not very rarely praying for protection and things like that. He's praying that they would be glorified. Yeah, that they in, would change and grow, and their inner beings would be. Yeah, that they would be conformed into the image of Christ. Yep. Now that's not to say he doesn't, because in no. Philippians he he you know he's praying that he would be free from prison and. Yeah. And things like that. Like that's not to say that he doesn't pray for those things, but his major focus is mm. people's spiritual health. Yeah. Check this out. First Thessalonians. Thessalonians, there's a word. Uh, verse 2. We give thanks to God always for you, constantly mentioning you in our prayers, remembering before our God and Father your work of faith and labor of love and steadfastness of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. How often do we um, thank God for what he is doing in other people's lives? Mm. And um, because we're so quick to thank God for, you know, the parking space or the yeah. the good exam results or, you know, the whatever. Yep. Do we thank God for the spiritual life and grace that he is working in others? Yeah, mm. absolutely. And what I love about that mm. is that God changes our perspective through that. So then, therefore, we will notice these things in people more. Totally. And be blessed by the church as we are supposed to be. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Anything um, specific that's helped you recently? I, I would just say the reading that surrounded me. Yeah. So I've been reading a little bit of Spurgeon on that. He's yeah. got a few really good books in prayer. Mm. And I've been checking out this other guy called Andrew Murray. Oh, yeah. He's a, a Dutch mm. reformer. He's got a few books on prayer, yeah, and uh, cool. they've been really, really helpful. Awesome. You can pick them up from a lot of um, secondhand bookstores. Mm. Yeah, totally. It's cool. a great, great resource. What yeah. about you? I think finally, I'd just encourage people to pray with others. Yeah, that's yeah. good. That's a heaps better response. Than <laughs> <laughs> pray you with people. Pray with your church. Um, you'll find that other people have little idioms and and things that they say that uh, maybe aren't worth copying. Mm-hmm. But um, I think we can be greatly encouraged by the prayers of the saints. Yeah, absolutely. And so would we get along in one another and, and pray together? It's a great way to d- disciple others as well. It's the best place to learn. Mm. And if you're not confident, 
pray out loud anyway. Yeah. It's the best place to do it. Yeah. With with other saints praying. Mm. Actually, one last fun one. or I don't know if it's fun. It's fun. But uh, keep a prayer journal. I know it's old and lame and oh, yeah, nice. whatever. But um, What do you do in a prayer journal? What do you mean? I'm So every day I have four areas that I pray for. Mm-hmm. Family, yep. which isn't just like my son and wife. It's like extended and I throw prayed for you in there yesterday, yeah, like, dog. you know, friends and family. Uh, no, we're family. Don't Just yeah. don't send relegate me to just friends, uh, okay. okay, buddy? Fine, fine, fine. We do say ours together. We so, do say ours, yeah. yeah. Uh, family, um, church. So praying through our members list and... Um, and then other specific things that might come up, like this Sunday I preach, so praying through the message the week before, all that sort of stuff. Yep. Uh, personally, yep. praying that God leads me in purity, humility, truthfulness, and wisdom at the moment. So, so um, declaring scripture over those areas as I pray. Yep. Um, and then finally, uh, what's my fo- oh, mission? So people that I'm praying for, my neighbor at the moment that I'm catching up with, all those sorts of things that um, praying that God would, would save those who do not know him. And so then what I do in each of those areas is every day I just jot down what I'm praying for yep. um, so that I'm keeping track of that and, and I have it with me as I go around. So as things do come up, I'm putting them in and I'm not saying, oh, I'll pray for you and then not, nev- doing, not it. doing it. That's so, good. Yeah. Uh, another simple way you could probably add to that if you didn't want to have a prayer journal per mm. se some really good prayer apps mm. you can get. Now, I don't normally recommend heaps of stuff on the phone, yeah. but these prayer apps are good in the way that if you have lots of people you're praying for, you can um, include them in there and write them on there. You, you, there's plenty of places to write notes. And then every time you pray, you, um, it selects people for you yeah, cool. so that you can go and re- like pray for eight people or whatever. Or mm. eight, but you're not going to just keep on going back to the same ones if totally. you know, there needs to be. Yeah. So that um yeah, there's um prayer mate or echo. Beautiful good ones. Love it. All right. We're gonna finish up. Quick chat on prayer. Hey, continuing discussion as well. So if you have any thoughts and questions, send them in. Otherwise, bless you, have an exceptional week and we'll speak to you soon.